There is things that go bump in the night. Welcome to Ghost Stories and the Unusual Paranormal Podcast with your host Joe the Ghost God. afternoon good evening wherever you are around the country and around the world this is ghost stories of the unusual paranormal podcast i am your host joe the ghost guy today i have a story from nick downs who is a viewer of ours and he had sent me this uh little uh, story and I'm hoping to give them uh, credit for it. My family had spent many years dealing with the unexplained. I know there are has been nothing we could have done without about them. Honestly there's nothing anyone could do about their, their paranormal activities that happen in their lives either. It's nothing you must deal with. That is, unless you perform blessings or other religious rituals with your with your hauntings. Blessings or home may have seemed like a good idea, but we were not sure what to think of it at all. Who knows? It could have happened. Then a relative stopping by to say hello or to play a practical joke like they did when they were alive, whatever the case may be, have been. We decided to get used to it and live in peace with it or them or just ignore it or them. I kind of figured that if you respect it or them, it they will respect you in return. So that's what I thought until one dark and stormy night. As many many stories start out with, it was a dark and stormy night. One night, my family and I were watching scary movies. In my childhood home, not that I paid many attention to the movies where we watched that night or anything, but there were something that could caught my, caught my attention. In the corner of my eye, I noticed someone walking down the hallway and then stopped in the doorway to my bedroom. I turned to look and found no one was there. I was a little disturbed about about it. I tried to explain it to my mother from what I have seen. She replied that maybe I've seen enough that I have seen enough scary movies for one night. After all, I had watched Friday the 13th, Gremlins, and both Poltergeist 1 and 2 that night. I just knew that it could not have been my imagination. I tried to pass 
what my mother had said was nothing more than just my eyes playing tricks on me. I left the living room and slowly crept down the hallway into the bathroom. And I turned on the lights to brush my teeth. I stood on the stool. Hint that I was just a short kid. And I turned on the water faucet. And I plastered the toothpaste on my G.I. Joe toothbrush. And I heard the door behind me open. The bathroom had two entrances. One was the door leading to the hallway in which I had come in from. from my parents' bedroom. The door leading to my be uh, parents' bedroom stayed open. I glared into the mirror's reflection and saw a dark silhouette of a person standing in the darkness. I was so terrified that I threw my toothbrush into my parents' room where I had seen the figure and yelled for my mother and my father, whom were in the living room, to come and take a look at the, uh, their bedroom. I had explained to them what I had seen, but sure enough, after my father had turned on his bedroom light and searched the room, nobody was there. I only had hope that I would never have seen that again. I still remember the outline of his or her eyes staring back at me in the mirror. For the longest time, I would brush my teeth only once a day, and that is only in the morning. I wonder Whatever happened to my Cobra Commander toothbrush, we never found it. I went to school tired the next day. I couldn't sleep a wink at all that, that night before. Besides, the roaring thunder, the heavy pattering of the rain crashing against the house, and the flashing of lightning, I had also heard other strange noises coming from the hallway. I did not know what it was. I was almost positive it was not our dog Scruffy. Wandering around with his rattling bags, rattling tags on his collar. Yeah, I had a dog named Scruffy who was afraid of who was afraid of thunder, but like I st stated, I knew it wasn't him whimpering. The sound was like a distant smuttering sound, like your hands pressed in a, a press rubbed against damp glass. I recall my older brother Gary had, had climbed down from the uh, top of our bunk bed and went into the hallway and turned on the bathroom light. The sound stopped. 
Moments later, I heard the toilet flush and saw the bathroom light turn off. My brother climbed back into the top bunk. Not long after that, he asked me, did you hear that? Hear what I tested? That scratching sound in the hallway, he continued. I've been hearing it for the past half hour. Yeah, I heard it. I turned on the light and I swear I had seen something turn in the corner and went down the stairs at the end of the hallway. I felt relieved that I was not the only one who had seen the dark figure in the house. I asked my brother if he had ever seen it before. Nope, he replied. Other strange things have happened to other members of my family and friends in the house. I, I grew up in, uh, in a Mormon trail or on a Mormon trail northwest of Northwest Territories. The yellow house in the middle of the block had grown somewhat popular attention to our neighboring friends. Many neighbors thought it was cool to believe it was haunted. We did too. Many summer nights, a group of a group of mine and my siblings, friends from around the neighborhood, would always play hide and go seek. Our hiding areas were in the front or backyards of our neighbors within the block. Sure enough, home base was always our, on our front porch and often a few kids were not bold to count for too long when it was their turn to seek. In my parents' bedroom, my mother had makeup mirror lamp that stood on top of a dresser with about a dozen lights circling its mirror. One night, after a shower, my mother turned her mirror, turned on her mirror. All the lights flickered on and everything seemed all right at first. But shortly after, the lights blinked and flicker rapidly in a complete circle and back again turning off one light after another although the mirror lights were designed to turn on or off all at once she had the light mirror for a long while but after that little mysterious happening she got rid of it the lamp, seeing, the lamp setting was only to one fixture, and that was to stay on solid, not dance around like a, like a light on a Christmas tree display. Another time, a friend of my father's had come to the house to visit. He was an old fellow but there were some things my family could tolerate about him. 
my father was playing or messing around with his new VCR video recorder. Continuously, he would videotape something or videotape everything and anything and everything that ever happened. Even if they were things that you would never want to remember when it came to embarrassing moments. I didn't remember the whole conversation, but I do recall my father's friend who called, who was called Buddy, had cracked some joke or statement about the ghost in our house. Ooh, the house is haunted, Buddy joked. You don't want to get caught naked running around while the dead are watching you. When all of a sudden, we all heard a loud ping, followed by Buddy's cry, ouch. My dad had a look of shock in his face. After my mother had finished laughing, she asked, what happened? My father couldn't catch his breath. And we and he was still laughing. He stopped recording, pulled out the v, the old VHS tape from the recorder, popped it into the VCR, pressed rewind a bit, then pressed play. For those who don't know what a VHS tape or VCR player is, it's an 80s and 90s thing, similar to a DVD but you actually have to rewind the VHS tape in the VCR to start the video over. My family and I sat before the TV and saw Buddy on the screen as he recent past was playing recent past was playing he heard all through the through the TV. Buddy's joke about the house being haunted by our amazement, we all saw the candle holder, which had been mounted to the wall on the stairs, had pinged off the wall and landed on Buddy's head. We laughed and we laughed so hard. From odd reason, the ghost did not like his comment. It could have been it could could it have been a coincidence? And this is from uh, Nick's book that he wrote. And I want to thank Nick for this wonderful story. And until next time, for Nick and his wonderful story, I am Joe, the ghost guy. So long. You can write to us. Our email is theparanormalghoststories at gmail.com or call us at 602-772-2866. We are ready to believe you. Subscribe to this podcast. It will be transmitted to the following podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or whatever you receive. This transmission called Podcasts.